welcome Hi. to podcast number eight. Hi. Um, you know the meaning of, of the number eight? I don't. It is the power of number eight means the strength to achieve your goals. Oh, I didn't know that. And I didn't bring that up before we chatted, but I just quickly, yeah. looked, that, I quickly <laughs> looked that up. Interesting. Well, it's a good week to have it as we're like getting into nationals. We're getting into Here big, we are eight big months things. later. Yeah. 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 It's crazy to think we're like two thirds of a year done. Right. Right. We're still so much left. Still so much left to cover. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a fantastic show. We've jam packed it full again because that's what we like to do. Um, looking ahead to some of our next weeks that are coming up live, potentially live, if it can all work out from the open next week. Ma or open nationals so may 31st join us hopefully from there and then i know the regular podcast is doing a ybc nationals recap on the 7th we'll have an open nationals recap on the 14th we'll be back on the 21st for a diamond ladies classic podcast and then everybody's gone on the 28th so we are leaving it with the the tim o'callaghan show ryan o'callaghan and tim wiseman tim wiseman <laughs> That's going to be fun. It's going to be, June they're 20, left in charge. June, June 28th could be really, <laughs> June 28th. really interesting. I know that they're already excited for it. So you know that it's going to be good when they're already looking forward to it. Let's see what they come up with. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Um, but we can probably just dive right into ours and get, get rolling here. Uh, we had out... On the west side of Canada at the beginning of the month, um, one of our still fairly young players, Michaela Eby, who played in the Vancouver Island Championships. So we're going to bring her in because she had a fantastic little tournament out there. Um, let me find it. Hey, how's it going? And how are you? Good. So we have you on because you were playing in the Vancouver Island Championships back at the beginning of May, was it? Yeah. Yes. And while you were there, shot a 1288, which broke a 27-year record. That's yes. incredible bowling. <laughs> yeah, it was good. I've <laughs> had four higher before, but yes, it was cool. You've had I four higher. Yeah. In okay. Let's, let's start with that. So, what were the four higher games? Uh, thirteen forty-three. Thirteen And do you remember how you did it? No, I don't. No, but thirteen forty-three. No. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the four game total that you did have to break that twenty-seven-year-old record. So it was twelve eighty-eight. Yeah. So this is crazy. Three forty-eight, three o nine, three o three, three twenty-eight. Correct. That's incredible. So walk us through a little bit of that day. Like, how are you feeling leading up to the tournament? And I was fine <laughs> leading up yeah. to it. Friday night, um, got to the bowling alley, just started bowling. I threw the first two, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not doing so bad. And then <laughs> I threw the uh, third one, and I was like, okay, well. Just a casual 900. <laughs> it's over 300, so that was good. And then I threw the fourth one and I had no idea that I had, even there was a record to beat. Right. Um, I knew that I had one in the back of my mind, but I didn't 
know that there was a record. And then after I threw the last game, I came up off the lanes and my dad's like, you beat a record. And I was like, oh, and I had no idea. And then Ray Britton told me that I hadn't been beaten 27 years. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. That's incredible. Yeah. Michaela, who knew the record? Like, did, were they looking it up or? Um, my dad and Ray were, yes. Okay, cool. Had it yeah. in the back of their As mind. you were getting close. <laughs> yeah. The seventh yeah. frame, I think I only had to, I think I only had to do the eighth frame and I had already beaten it. Or wow. Or so you like crushed the record then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All over. So. While you were going through your games, was there like, did you find yourself doing like anything pre-shot routines or anything that you were really focused on or just kind of freewheeling? No, I just go and throw the ball. I don't do anything. I don't even really practice, to be honest. So I yeah. just go. It was just wow. a fun tournament. My I get to bowl in the tournament with a couple of my aunties and my mom and dad. So it's like a family thing. And it was just a fun tournament to bowl in and I had no idea that I would be able to pull something off like that. <laughs> that 1943, yeah. was that also a record? You're before that? Yeah, in Youth Challenge I did youth that. Challenge. My dad thinks that it was a record, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it must have been. That would be... In the qualifying quite... round. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's incredible. Um, so as you go into the off season, do you have any plans of practicing over the summer? Are you kind of looking just wait until September to pick up your balls again? Uh, yeah. I play softball all summer long. So okay. I know, like I play softball and then I go into bowling in September, but um, I do go bowl with my friends casually, but nothing like practice every week or anything like that. Right. Right. So you yeah. just kind of casually play over the summer and then do you play leagues in September? Yeah. I play yeah. Tuesday leagues. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And then any plans of coming and playing any of the WCBT events next season? Yes. I'm hoping to. Yes. Yes. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> Bring your family. Yeah. They'll, they, they follow. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Just follow you along. Well, we just wanted to say congratulations. That's such an incredible accomplishment to be breaking records, especially ones that have stood for so long. Yes, thank you. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, and we will talk to you soon. Hopefully see you next year at WCBT. Sounds good. Keep it up, Michaela. Thank you. All right. <laughs> That's like incredible. Well, I think they said thirteen forty three too is yeah incredible. Like I'm, I'm pretty sure in the post that I saw on Facebook about it, they had mentioned that there was like no man or woman had played that well before. So that's awesome. What a great accomplishment! All right, you want to move over to our next guest? Yeah, lots of content tonight. Lots of content. So the sooner we get into it, yeah. Yeah, so we'll do the intro on the next um, Hall of Fame legend in the game. So Alyssa Sparkrack is going to join us, um, as well as her sisters are going to join us. But we want to talk about her. She was inducted in 2019, a very special year. 
uh, three-time national singles um, competitor, 15 times a national team competitor, 12-time national medalist, three times national all-star, staple in Saskatchewan, obviously. Uh, many people uh, admire her, look up to her, um, fierce competitor. I'm just thinking of things on the spot. Um, her leadership on a team is absolutely incredible. They're all spitfires, to be honest. If you played against any of them, um, particularly she's um, she crushes the spot that she plays in. Um, so she's had four golds, two silvers, six bronze. At the Open, she's had 219 national games, averaged 242, just over 242. And like the match win percentage is incredible, right? When you're thinking almost 60% of the times that she's hit the lanes in those games, she's won her matches. Winning. Yeah. Yeah. So it does give me goosebumps because just that 60% ratio, you don't think about it, but it's, it's actually a, a big deal. So we want to For introduce sure. her and we'll talk a little bit uh, more about some of those uh, highlights in her, her bowling career. Let's bring her in. Hey, Alyssa. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Your intro How's it going? was fabulous. It, I, you know, I've never seen it spread out or like laid out like that. So without trying to be not, how do you word it? That is impressive. I'm impressed with myself. I didn't yeah. know that. So no, it's true. And so once you start really like, like breaking it down, right? Because most times we're just like in a year we're playing and we just, <laughs> we move on and typically we're not, you know, keeping track, but your stats are really incredible. Um, first female to be inducted from Saskatchewan to the Canadian five pin bowling hall of fame. So I am sure you're incredibly happy and humbled by that. That's quite the honor. Uh, you've been bowling for a really long time. Uh, we'll talk <laughs> a little bit about that from a really young age. Your first year competing in the Open was in 1999. In the Masters, it was 2000. I love these stats because as time goes on, young the young come in and they don't, you know, really know, you know, what people have accomplished. So that's a long time ago. Eight Open Saskatchewan Ladies Team national gold uh, gold in 2008. You got a bronze medal in 2006, and then um, you competed 2010, 2011, 2014. So 50% of the times that you competed at nationals, Alyssa, you uh, were a medalist, which is incredible. Something yeah. forming you. <laughs> you know, you've, got, you've got all the hardware at home. In a, in a tote. Yes. <laughs> right? right? I, under, I, I totally understand. You've yep. had four open Saskatchewan mixed teams, 2004 and 2005, you guys were dominant. You won a gold medal back to back on a yeah. mixed team. So might pick at that a little bit. And then uh, in 2015, you got a bronze medalist. And so basically three out of the four times you competed mixed uh, team at nationals, you won a medal. Crazy. Masters, you competed three times. Um, 2000, I've got two, oh, 2000 and 2002, you got a silver medal. So you were just shy of a gold medal, uh, which, is which is incredible. And then 2016 in Regina, and I was there, I was competing as a singles. You were amazing, you were brilliant. 
um, in your home province, you won a, a national singles title for the Open, right? Yeah. Which is crazy good. Uh, talk about supporter of Saskatchewan Bowling School as well. You've done a little bit of coaching. Um, so this kind of brings us into all of the questions. And I want to start with the first one, which obviously is winning singles in your own province, right? With everybody around your province, your family, everything like that. Um, you had mentioned to me earlier that that probably was one of your best memories and best experiences. So we'd love to hear about it. Okay. It was, that was a really good year for me. Like, uh, I was playing well in league. Um, I played well in the zones. I played well in the, the provincials and it continued to nationals. So it was just, things were flowing that year. And I, I would love to tap back into that. I can't tell you why it was flowing well that year, but it was just a really good year. And probably because it was at home, do you know what I mean? In Saskatchewan. And like my mom was there and our family and your friends. And it just, that's the highlight. Like hits different. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it does. Right. And it, it was just, yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you have three other gold medals, um, like one with the ladies team in 2008 and two with the mixed. Is there any like special memories or highlights from being on a team as well? So 2008 was a good one because it was the, uh, I played with my sister Jackie. So mm -hmm. um, that was her and I first time being on a team together. So that was a good one. And same thing, that was just a, our team gelled and like we all played well and it just, it was just a, a fun probably because you're playing well, do you know what I mean? But like right. it was a fun <laughs> tournament, right? Mm -hmm. um, mixed, that was fun too. Like the first one that we won in 2004, Crystal, um, I still call her Crystal Orenchuk, Crystal Hibner, right? So and I. I still call her <laughs> Coral Bolton, Coral Nichols, right? You know, right? Um, and uh, yeah, just, it was just, it was fun times. And then the next year we won again. I can't remember where we were. But anyways, like it was, it was winning is always fun. Well, right. Not all about winning, but it is. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just great, great times. I love playing on the mixed as well because I am super competitive and I like to play against men as well, you know, right? And it's just a different dynamic too. Yeah. Um, when you add men and women together, like on that mixed team, it's, they're all fun, but it, it's different dynamic. It's fun. I like. For sure. You met your husband in a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah. It's random yeah. questions that you're not prepared for, but it's interesting. So t we want to know, like, how did you meet him? Why were you at that bowling alley? What's your story? Sure. So his family owned the bowling alley at the time. So it was Rack's Bowling Penthouse. And growing up, we knew of each other. Um, he knew of the Spark sisters because there was three of us that bowl, right? And I knew, <laughs> I knew um, kind of of the Rack family, you know, his cousin, Kevin Rack, I, I played against, right? Um, and Tegan never really bowled competitively, I don't think ever, maybe when he was a kid. And so we just met in, in league um, and kind of hit it off. And I used to always bug him and say I was with him for the free bowling and he's also a chiropractor. So if oh, a free chiro. <laughs> that's handy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, so, yeah, uh, they they ended up selling the bowling alley. His dad passed away and 
it just was too much because the children all had careers. But yeah, so we met at a bowling alley. <laughs> Got married, two children later. Yep. You're a very busy family. We are busy. Yep. Are your kids bowling? We are. Yeah. We're not uh-huh. good. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still little. They're it still little. That's what, everyone, that's what everyone tells me. But They got to start know, somewhere. They got to start somewhere. But yeah, so we, we go, uh, we bowl at Eastview, um, just in the, it used to call it was Smurfs when I was a kid. I think they're called that's dinos what it was called. now or yeah. whatever, right? And yeah, but yeah, they, they were mad at me because the first year we bowled, they used like the dino. And then the second year they had the bumpers. And then this last year I made them take the bumpers away and they didn't like that. <laughs> a little competitive like mom, but yeah. Yeah. So they bowl and they're also in it for the social aspect. Right. So um, I don't know if you know, Jen Heron and Curtis Heron, they have two girls. So um, we go to visit. Right. <laughs> <the oddball. laughs> That's awesome. It's been, I think, six years since 2017 that you've actually played competitively. And I know you have a young family and you've got lots on the go and everything like that. But when do you see yourself coming back? Every year I tell myself that this will be the year. I don't love league, right? But I know that I've been away. Nothing against the leagues. I shouldn't say that. I don't love that commitment, right? It's a long season. And I've been away for a while that I know. I need to get back in a league so then I can work on some skills and be competitive, but it's hard to commit to a, a night, you know, cause the kids are busy and, but right. I, my provincials for our, our, our province were in Saskatoon this year. And so I went to watch Jackie and, and all the teams bowl and it's like, yeah, yeah. I miss this. Yeah. I'm starting this. to so, yeah, feel it in your, your blood, yes. you know? Yeah. Right. You know, and the kids are getting older and it's time for me to have some things too. So very maybe true. This, this next year, I know oh, someone's joining us. Okay, almost done. <laughs> well, not really, but go away. <laughs> um, one of the goals, and you'll bring Amber and Jackie on here right away, is we would love to all play together. Um, so that'll probably look like a master's. So mm-hmm. when Amber and Jackie both say they'll bowl, then for sure I'll bowl. You're, yeah. you're in. <laughs> yeah. Well, so yeah. this is like, on a podcast, right? And so you just put it out there. I just put it out there. To the to the bowling community and the universe. Yeah. Yeah. We Let's, just gotta get Amber to, to commit. It's well, all on her. We're gonna work on that like now. Yeah. Ne- like we can bring them in and go yeah. into that. Okay. <laughs> we'll do a little segue because well, first of all I just want to say congratulations on your Hall of Fame induction. It's it's massive and just your guiding force and everything that you've accomplished. I think in total, if I remember roughly it was about like nineteen um events that you can competed at at a na- national event. So it's very high level. We'd love to have you back, Alyssa. Um but you know, we'd be remiss if we, we weren't talking about all three of you. And so we'll do a little segue as we kind of, maybe we'll bring the girls in and then uh, I'll show a little stat that is quite impressive with the Spock sisters. Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's bring them in. Hi, ladies. Hey, ladies. Hi. So I already shared this stat earlier when we were in the studio prior, but um, it's quite impressive 
the, the Spark Sisters, and I know we call you, you all have last names. You're all wives, <laughs> you're all mothers. I know you have married names and everybody refers to you as the Spark Sisters, but truly, if you've been in this community, you are the Spark Sisters. Um, some of the digging that I did around you when you guys shared all your bowling bios, but the three of you have 37 national appearances, um, which I thought was ridiculous. It's very impressive knowing you haven't really competed for a little while. Like I know Jackie's back in the game now, but like just in terms of that 37 is uh, quite impressive. And out of those 37 um, combined, you have 16 total uh, medals, which is also very, very impressive. You guys have been shy a couple times for winning gold medals. You've had a couple silver placements. Never know how close the bronze are, but often they, they are. But seven golds out of those 16 um, is also quite impressive. Um, I'm going to do a little bio. Uh, we've already done Alyssa. But we thought we'd share uh, some stats on Amber and Jackie just because they're so good. So we'll start with Amber. Uh, two YBC Nationals as junior singles and two Youth Challenge Nationals, one silver at Youth Challenge. She's attended eight National Open Championships. Ladies team in 04, 05, uh, 2014, 16, 17, and 18. Not dominant at all in those years. <laughs> Uh, bronze in 2014 and named an all-star. Mixed team, gold in 2016 and named an all-star, and then a silver in 2013 uh, on the mixed team. You've been to one Masters Nationals in 2003, um, and then you've been named three-time all-star at Provincials in 13, 16, and 17. So your 14 to 18, Amber, was like crushing. Wild. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that little busy. span there, right? Yeah. And then you haven't competed since 2018. So <clears> it's <throat> like you stopped bowling when you were at an all-time high. I yeah. know. <laughs> Go out while you're on top. Because <laughs> that right. wasn't the plan, but. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll start with Jackie and then we'll, we'll, um, we'll ask some questions. So in the open for nationals for Jackie, Ladies Golden 08, and I believe if I just recalled, that was with your sister, Alyssa. Yeah. Okay, so awesome. And then 2012, 2013, and then uh, 2022. And then you've just made this fantastic team in 2023. So you're about to go and compete right away. So yes, that's very cool. Excited. Masters in 2008 singles. I was there. I watched you win that gold medal for your singles title, which was fabulous. Um, you also played as a singles in 2014, and then you were on the 2017 ladies team, and you won a gold. Um, highlights this year was your 400, which is a big game. Your 2008 double gold. I want to. I want. This was your master singles, and then it was your ladies team that you're on with Alyssa. Yeah, and I was 19. I was just fresh out of um, so young. Yeah, YBC, I guess that's when it seemed easier. <laughs> I, don't know why, I was like oh you just come out of YBZ and you win <laughs> oh it's just so easy <laughs> yeah so that's the breakdown isn't it crazy when you start breaking everything everything uh, down so maybe I'll start with a question and I'll pass it off for Katie to ask a question we're not really prepared for questions but um, 
I want to just go back to Amber right now and the, just those years from 14 to 18. Tell us about like those years where you were just so dominant and many people might know why you um, decided to maybe leave the game for a little bit. Maybe tell us why why you, you had to leave the game in, in 2018. Um, I don't even know if I remember why, but uh, so 2012 is when I had my first child. So then kind of took a little bit of time off there and then came back. And I remember being so scared to come back. And I think, honestly, it's there was like nine ladies or maybe 10 that fin that tried out for the Open that year. And I think I clenched the ninth place and made the mixed team that year. And I remember being a little like upset or worried about it. And it was honestly the best thing that could ever happen for me is because I don't know if you guys have played mixed. I feel like mixed is just it just really gives you the confidence and bowling with men just makes you you bowl better and competing against men you just all of a sudden I kind of found my game that year I remember thinking I, I was terrible and then I ended up then like you kind of said I kind of just kind of kept rolling and kept rolling quite well so um yeah I um, don't really remember a lot of things like I'm not one of those people who um like I had to really search big back in the memory bank to send you those stats like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Avery was born in 2012, and then I had Olivia in 2015. And then I I don't even really know why I kind of – what did you say? What was the year I, quit, I stopped? 2018. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm assuming maybe, like, life just got really busy. My husband has a job where he works away, so he goes away. Well, back then he would go away for two weeks, then he would come home for two weeks, and that quickly gets tricky to be able to – I would go to I would go to bowling league and bring my kids with me. I'd be like, "You sit there and you do not spill, and you <laughs> these people don't want you to make noise." So that got a little tricky. Um, and yeah, I remember like right before COVID came, I was gearing up to play the next year. Like I wanted to play, I guess in 2020, right the fall. I was gonna. Start right. team yeah. either going to go masters or going to go do open or something. I was wanting to come back, and then COVID came, and mm -hmm. then I haven't come back since COVID, and it's just kind of trying to figure out how to put that back in the schedule is kind of where I'm at. Right, percent for sure. Yeah, Jackie, I know you had said that this year your mixed team is like you're loving it. It's so much fun. Saskatchewan didn't have an opportunity to send a ladies team this year. I'm Regina. Correct. Or Regina didn't. Okay. Yeah. There is um, a ladies team. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Um, but how does this team compare to some of your other teams? Do you have like special moments on some of those teams that just really stand out for you? Um, so I've only bowled mixed one other time, and the other time I bowled mixed was the same scenario. We um only had I think four or five people try out, and so um, and that year, so that would have been 2000 and it was right before I had my first daughter. So I'm thinking 2017, 2018, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. And I was on the mixed team and then, and it was a blast. I had a, a wonderful time that year too. Um, and we, we won. Um, and I also um, won singles that year. I know I she against, beat me. I bowled against <laughs> five, actually. So, so hard. that was really tough. And that, um, yeah, it's a, I guess a good memory for me. Like I remember being like, Oh my God, I have to bowl Alyssa. Like, you know, so, 
Um, and I was determined to beat her um, just because she's my sister. Uh, but yeah, so then um, I never got to bowl at nationals on that mixed team because you can't bowl bowl. Um, right. Because you can't bowl mixed and um, single. So I had to choose. And um, that was such a hard decision. So, um, and of course, like I, I love bowling singles, but I never got to bowl at nationals for a mix. So I'm really excited this year um, to bowl. We have a really fun team. Um, where we bowl good together like we gel together really good like we just have a lot of fun um like no a mixed team is just yeah it's just a lot more I don't know if it's like chill or something like I'm yeah. not sure different energy <laughs> different vibe yeah, no drama yeah like no drama yeah. <laughs> each other and it's like makes you a little bit more relaxed I guess and mm-hmm. not have to try as hard is kind of how I feel for sure yeah yeah Something that I just thought of as when you were talking about how you played singles and Alyssa's like, she beat me that year. Uh, How growing up together, like, did you guys find you were often pushing each other or competing with each other, trying like pushing each other to be better? We're we're kind of spaced out enough that Mm -hmm. I don't correct me if I'm wrong, girls, but we are always never in the same um, category together. Division. Okay. Alyssa is almost eight years older than me. And then Amber's four years older than me. So we never um, split up. really competed against in anything until we got that to be 18 or 19 kind of thing. Right. And then that's when that um, competitive nature came in all sports. Like even I play against Amber in volleyball and softball, that kind of thing. Fair what I would cool. say we were always like, competitive right or in the back of my mind right and I do yeah. have, I do have a memory of one year um we were all in YBC and I'm ashamed to say this but um that year my sisters I think we were all singles yeah. too but anyways they each won provincials and I didn't and we're in a small town and they wrote up in the paper where's AJ but that year, I was referred to as the third Spark sister, and that had never happened to me because I was the oldest, right? It was like, Jackie is going to nationals, and Amber is going to nationals. And the third Spark sister, Alyssa, got bronze. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, mommy's busy. You have to <laughs> But right, like, and not that I wasn't proud of them, it, right? It was just right. being the oldest, you know, if you... If if anyone has siblings, right? But anyways, being the oldest, I was always the first to do something, right? But, right. And then now we're just all, I feel competitive, but supportive. Right. <laughs> yeah, Fair. Well, well, well said. Well, so Jackie, earlier you said it was easier when you were younger, and it would be interesting to kind of get your take on that and then ask Alyssa and Amber the same thing. Like, I know you guys haven't been playing, but obviously, you know, um, you know, maybe not for Amber because she was crushing it like from 14 to 18. But <laughs> I just want to talk a little bit about why you felt it was a little easier when you were younger versus maybe where you're at today. That's an easy question for me because um, I get in my head um, and my mental game for sure. Um, so I think I didn't really know what to expect and I was maybe... Um, like I'm prepared for what was coming. Like, to be honest at masters nationals, I think I was drunk the last day. <laughs> and like, I was, had, I was like, in, like second last and I was like, Oh, okay, whatever. And then I won all my games that day and I got up to second and I was like, Oh, and then I won. And so I don't know. To me, it was just, 
<laughs> it was just one. It was a little bit, it just to me, I think I didn't think as much and I didn't know what to expect and I wasn't in my head as much. And now I'm like, oh, like I want gold and I want this and I want this. And sometimes I, I'm my own worst enemy in that sense, I guess I'll say. For sure. Putting less pressure on yourself. Yeah, then, yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. I had no pressure on myself because I didn't know really what to expect. And then after I won both, I was like, oh, well, so I just win every year. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> this game is easy. <laughs> yeah, this game's easy. Yeah. <laughs> just being like ignorant, right? Not knowing. For sure. Yeah. But a little sure. bit different for Amber. Well, yeah, Amber's I, a beast, though. No, no. Um, I do remember it being a little bit easier when I was like really young, like Jackie was saying, when she's 19, I guess you don't really know who you're playing against. Like that's kind of um, my downfall is like, if I was to play you ladies, I would be like, I could get in my head and be like, oh, like, well, they're really good. Um, you're going to have to be really good. You know, you're going to have to do well sort of thing. But it took me a long time to be able to figure out how to have that um, thought enter my head and not be like, actually, you know, you, you can maybe play against them or you can beat them mm. for, for a while there. It can be like, Oh, well, they're just really good. Or when you don't know someone, you don't even know what to expect. Right. It's kind of easier right. when you're younger, but like I'm kind of rambling, but um, yeah. So it was definitely easier when you're like right out of high school, then you start to learn and get to know people and see that they're really good. And then it kind of, you just, it kind of prepares you and, um, I guess that's kind of why I think I kind of got successful, I guess, is I really worked hard at uh, my confidence. And um, I've always thought of myself as like a really good team bowler. That's probably why I don't have a lot of single stats. I still to this day don't think I'm a good singles bowler. And like that's something I'd have to work on. But I, I know that I could play well with the team. And when I have a team with me and um, playing people who like can push me and I can push them. I feed off them. They feed off me. And yeah. Yeah, for sure. Alyssa, any mm -hmm. thoughts around that? Um, when I think of those years with that Amber dominated there, and if I think of her on a team and I've played with both of them on a team, but I find Amber is very um, calming. And I mean that in, in like the utmost mm -hmm. respect. Do you know what I mean? Like I, she, knows how to pump you up and she knows how to like not bring you down but like calm you down calm you down right do you know yeah. what I mean? down. Exactly. Yeah. she can pump you up and she can calm you down and she's just steady i find she's just steady um and i think that's why those those four years there she was just steady she was just dominant um and then yeah and and same with jackie too jackie is 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 quite the team player i remember you know 20, 2008 that was I think you might have been a rookie, Jackie, right? And and it was just, that was a fun, that was just a fun time. And yeah. For sure. Amber on a team, you can just like always count on her, like bowling anchor and averaging 250 to 260. Like that's, she's not going to get less than that. And that, so that's just like huge to have on a team. Um, and she does yeah. get in her head a bit in the singles. Um, and Alyssa and I have always bowled singles more or like singles more, I guess. I love the team too, but um, you definitely could, be just a success, successful Amber on uh, in singles, but you know we all have things that we want to work on, and that's a, a good goal for you too. For sure, that's what I I love about like this ladies' edition podcast, right? Because this is about 
how do we develop each other? How do we collaborate? How do we partner? How do we support each other? Um, because it, it really is almost like a learning platform for each other, right? We're listening to each other. We're uh, navigating new relationships, potentially, depending on who we have. And so the fact that you know, you guys are being open and transparent about your stories, I think is really uh, rich because there are people who are tuning in and often what we find is this common theme where right. we're, all, we're all a little nervous or we all maybe don't have the confidence. And um, I think this just raises, it's gonna raise us up like over right. time, right? Because we're building this community that's much larger and we have a much larger reach than maybe we did a decade ago or, you know, two decades ago. So thank you for sharing. Yeah. And it's so nice because it's while you listen to the stories, it's so easy mm -hmm. to be like, I completely relate to Amber. Like it's easier when you're younger and you don't have that, oh, this person's really good. Or I find I'm not a super strong singles player either. So it's like nice that you can kind of see all these players that have had a lot of success in their bowling careers that have similar struggles and similar mental game and similar things that they've had to overcome that you might be working on. Like, I know I'm working on a lot of the things that you guys have talked about today. So, yeah. Yeah. When we give up on ourselves, it's how do you find the motivation to yeah. just tweak it and keep pushing, pushing through so that, you know, I use this quote quite a bit, but like strong is beautiful, right? Like it really, it really is. So, segue what is it going to take to get the itch back and you guys are all talking about maybe this comeback master gonna, super team throw it <laughs> throw it out there but like we we got to get the itch back for all of you and i know it's a timing thing but um that would be incredible yeah that's always been on our goal list like we kind of chatted about um i honestly like i kind of feel for the girl two other girls that would be on our team with us because the three of us to get together we can either be like really um calm together or we can also just tell each other how it is and you need to, you know right. it's good, <laughs> so um, yeah it's good like that that we can talk to each other like that but it would i can imagine it would be kind of maybe it would take the right person to be on a team with us and not think that we're just crazy we're a lot. <laughs> we are a lot. hence, right? but it's hence the last name know spark yeah. But it's because we know each other so well, uh -huh. right? Like, totally. you're yeah. just growing up like as siblings. Even right. now, I know what to say to make them angry. <laughs> I know what to say to pump them up, right? But right. I have a really good memory of, uh, I think it was 2009, I was playing singles and it was in Saskatoon. And I was also on like the committee to, to organize the nationals and all of that and playing singles. And I was getting down on myself and Amber was watching and, um, I was like, I'm done. Like, I, and it was like day two. I don't even write. I'm like, I'm done. Like, I can't do this. I've let everybody down. And so I come off the lane and Amber looks at me and she's like, you are a disappointment to Saskatoon. You are a disappointment <laughs> to Saskatchewan. You are a disappointment to our family. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> and I remember sitting there and it's Providence and family. F you and I got up and I buried a strike and I came off and I smacked her hand and I told her to F off. She's like, you're welcome. And then I did after that, right? So we are a lot. You got to know your audience, but she knew her audience. She knew what I needed at that moment. 
Yeah, if she said that I to me, that. I would have just like left. <laughs> okay, actually, I'm done. My shoes are off. <laughs> yeah, I'm going home, and that's why she doesn't say that kind of stuff to me. No, but yeah, a little harsh reality. I'm the middle sister, you. right? That's She's what I'm t- for. That is your job. Sister. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. She knows. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so ladies, I have officially. I'm gonna officially say that I've stalked all of your Facebooks. <laughs> and all of your photos and I I don't do this as a first time we're doing this and I asked for your approval if I could do that well we're going to just flash a couple photos to kind of end um, our segment with you guys and we they're harmless but what I will say man you guys take beautiful photos you each had beautiful wet all three of you beautiful weddings like beautiful weddings your children are stunning um you spend a lot of time with each other all of your families a lot of family time like if you really go in and see it you can really just see how close you guys are uh family unit so randomly katie's just gonna throw up and maybe you can take us back to where the photo was why you were there what you were doing and and then we'll go from there all right oh well, that was recalling yeah we went that, that National, was national 2017 2017 yeah. jackie was single Leave it to listen the year the, oh yeah yeah <laughs> and i was on the team and so we went up we went early so it was in oshawa maybe and it was we, we went to toronto and went to a, a baseball game that was fun that, that is super fun. super fun and then you had the blue jays band-aids underneath your eyes yeah <laughs> all, all dressed up in the and the hat but it's a beautiful photo all right so this was right at the beginning of COVID. it was probably march or early april 2020 and everyone is you know locked down at home so we started doing the spark cooking show <laughs> and so we were all, all in <laughs> and we were make. i think i was teaching them to make cinnamon buns one time amber made us helped us i think make this a, was apple crisp the apple crisp and amber, jackie was struggling I doubled the butter because I I don't know and and that's why I look stressed because I don't know but my husband said that was like the best apple crisp he's ever had so now I have to double the butter just loaded with butter yes but we were laughing I think because I was like what did I do I love they're that better, they're better bakers and cookers than I am yeah. Oh, this was, I don't remember what year this was, but it was that color me rad. I don't know if they went to other provinces and whatnot, but it was like a 5k run and they threw. That was right after I had Avery. I remember you guys said to me, we're going to go for a run. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just what you want to do after having a baby. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we made it. We did the 5k. It was awesome. I saw a quote on this photo, I believe from Jackie, that said, I thought you said rum, not <laughs> yeah. rum. Yes, we had things on the back. Oh, we you did? Shirt. We made shirts yeah. and, yeah. it was. My fun. shirt says, I run for wine. Alyssa says, run, question mark. I thought, yeah, rum. I can't remember rum. what Jackie said. Yeah. Mine yeah. said um, something about wine, something about cardio from Pitch Perfect. Why can't I not remember? cardio no or i'm put me Vertical down for a no card- for yeah, cardio or something, something or like, i like horizontal cardio yes. which is laying down yes. <laughs> yes. something like that. that 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last picture we have. I was a cousin's wedding. Wasn't that no Kayla's idea. wedding? They're like, no, I have no, no idea. idea. Leave it to like, the oldest. I'm sure that was Kayla's That's a long wedding. time ago. Yep. Well, you all Three look great. For, Amber, for Jackie and I. I think only what? Avery was born. Pre-babies. Yeah, I think that's when Avery was born. Yeah. Yeah, just cousin's wedding. Yep. Well, it's yeah, a beautiful picture of you guys. Yes, Thank we you. spend a lot of time together. And we talk every day. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. I saw a ton of like three pose pictures, um, like everywhere. I mean, I could have used a lot of pictures. Um, I saw maybe you were at a stay get with a bunch of dangling items off your neck, yeah. but I chose not to um, select, <laughs> select that for today. But yeah, just stunning ladies. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. We do yeah. Try to- get together as much as we can. And I would say these two are my sisters, but they're my best friends as well. Mm-hmm. Like Aww. we've gotten, I, I would say both all of us, we've gotten each other, you know, through the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. They're my constants. They're my, they're my people. You can see That's why that. we couldn't think of anything better than to have the three of you on all together. Yeah. Well, thank you for Yeah. Thanks having for having us. us. And this wasn't painful at all. We were both, I think we were all nervous. So did you enjoy it? you. <laughs> yes, I the most part, yeah, no regrets, right? Like it's fun. No so when anybody is looking for, when we're asking you to come on, these three can vouch. Painful. It's not as bad as you think it is. No, <laughs> it's good. No, it's fun. Yeah, and so then throwing it out to the bowling community, let's like just try and like egg all of them to potentially play again, get them back, back. going. I'm not the problem. It's these two. Okay, so okay, <laughs> I. I've started bowling again right after I had my second daughter. These guys are just not coming. And every year I'm like, let's bowl. Are you going to bowl? And they're like, yeah, maybe. They'll be back. I hope so. We'll be back. Yeah. And we'd love to see the last of us. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit different for me because I don't live with them. So they bowl together in Saskatoon and I live in Regina. So we don't get to bowl together anymore. But yes, hopefully that master's team. Yes. Yeah. Let's do it. Amazing. Well, thanks for coming on, ladies. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you for thank having you us. So much. Thanks for having us. Okay, See enjoy the rest of the night. Thank Bye. you. Too. Bye, guys. Bye. All right. I've we had them on so long. I like, know. Yeah. And we had so many people who were saying, like, they're so fun together to have on. It's going to be so great. And everybody was right. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. All right. We can move right on into our next segment and bring in Coach Des. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Hi, Des. Hello. So. Thanks for for coming on again. Thanks for having me as always. You have some exciting news that just got released over the last couple, like I think over the last week on Facebook. I do. Yeah. So um, I'm going to preface this by saying you guys were talking about relationships and stuff like that earlier. And I think it's so cool that this kind of ties into that is because part of our sport, what's really unique is I feel like we get to form a lot of very close relationships with people from all across the country. And you get to have really interesting conversations and different conversations about, you know, what are you doing? What are you up to? Where do you want to be? And we all get to kind of support each other in that. Um, 
And so in one of those conversations that I had, uh, it was kind of about for me doing some seminars and what was next for me from a coaching perspective. And lo and behold, all the stars aligned and I was approached by NBT to be a part of their summer school program that they're running. So that all just came out the other day. If you guys saw on Facebook, I'm not sure. Yes, yeah, so yeah. the yeah. Newfoundland um, Bowling Tour is putting on a bowling school for yes. kids and adults, is my kids understanding? Kids and adults, yeah. So it's going to be two days of kids and one day of adults. Which is amazing. And the lineup they have of facilitators and coaches and speakers and um, everybody is so incredible to see. Yeah, super cool. So we've got um, classroom and on lane. I said on ice. Oh my goodness, my brain could switch over to bowling. Uh, <laughs> on lane and classroom things going on. So we've got some technical stuff that we're going to go through. We've got some mental side of it. We've got nutrition, stretching, um, equipment. The whole picture. Yeah, it really is all encompassing. So it's, yeah, it's super cool to have been asked to be a part of it and to be such a dynamic team that they've got out there. It's, it's going to be great. That's amazing. And when is it happening? July 14th to 16th. July 14th to 16th. Amazing. So Des, are you going out there or is that just like a virtual uh, thing that you're doing? We are in the planning stages of it at the moment, but it does look like I will be going out there in person. Amazing. That's yeah. going to be awesome. Well, that's going to be so good um, for you to be working with all of the youth and adults out there and sharing your expertise. I know Lots of people from across the country have reached out about how they've listened to your segment and take what you say and kind of apply it into their game. So to be able to have that in like a two day is going to be great for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm really excited that it's going to be both the adults and the kids together. So it's going to be like, you know, going from kind of one focus to another, but still working with some of like the elite and some of the up and comers, the ones that are maybe on the bubble that are trying to get in, whether they're an adult or a youth trying to qualify for whatever that looks like for them. Amazing. Yeah. So switching gears a little bit, we're kind of at the end of our season here for most people. We still have a few tournaments coming up. There's things like bowling school happening throughout the summer, but uh, I know you kind of wanted to talk a little bit about what this time of year looks like for people. Yeah, so I think we've got like kind of two pathways that are happening right now. So we've got those that have qualified for nationals, whether it be open or masters or both. And we have the ones that have not qualified this year. And so your season is going to look a little bit different as it ends up being a, uh, a wrap up, right? So those of us going to nationals coming up here next week or masters, you know, you're still needing to keep up with your bowling because you have tournaments coming up and you need to be focusing on maybe like spare shots one I like um, or middle percentage or whatever it is that your game is requiring but it's also really late in the season and so trying to balance that with not getting burnt out so I think one of the biggest things is that if you are practicing right now and you're maybe bowling a spring league is that your practice needs to be really really focused and controlled and limited if you're going into the lanes you know you're going in for maybe an hour and you're focusing on these three things or these two things you know you kind of get in and get out and that you're not spending an extended period of time there because burnout is a thing that happens and this season is you know turns into something really really long especially for those of us going or those of you going to masters nationals as well it's just it, it extends the season way beyond what an average season looks like right. and then for the people that are not going to nationals you know it's a great time to start reflecting on what worked well in your season what didn't what are you happy with do you want to make some changes 
you know, and, and then trying to plan out, okay, I know I'm going on a summer vacation or I'm doing this because we really should be thinking about these things before September rolls around. Because if you do need to make some big changes or you want to reach out to someone to help you with them, you know, we all have busy schedules and doing it in September is a little bit too late if they are big swings that need to happen. You know, you got to make some time in the summer to really focus on that stuff. Right. So one question I, oh, nope, go ahead. I was just gonna say one question I have when you're talking about practices should be intentional and not super often. So you don't burn out. How do you find, or like, how do you kind of get that motivation to maybe get yourself into the lanes? Cause I know for me, the weather's nice. I'd rather be golfing. The season is long and it's kind of like, okay, I got to go, but like, ugh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think with the teams that are happening right now at the Open, it's grabbing a buddy and going down and be like, hey, you know, when you go into the gym, I don't really want to go, but we need to go. So let's go together and, you know, go in and like I said, just limit it, you know, tell yourself, okay, I'm going to go for 45 minutes. And if all goes well, then I'm going to leave or I'm going to go for the first half hour if you live close and that's not, you know, longer than your drive is, right? And just trying to reward yourself a little bit with that to say, okay, I'm going to go for half an hour. I'm going to focus on this. And if that's all I need to do, then I'm, I'm gone fair my question yeah. was actually very similar katie it's interesting oh. because like some of those people who have had a long year have been bowling a lot and then you know you're going to go to the open and then 30 days later you might be going to masters you are tired right and so and we've yeah. also been craving you know a little bit of um you know sunshine and you know doing other things than our commitment to bowling um so it's interesting i think for the most part does you're just saying get your body moving it's more of that, you know, um, muscle memory uh, type thing instead of just being like harsh, go, go, go to get ready for next week and, and masters. Yeah. yeah, and it's something that I want to touch on kind of in like our next podcast. We'll talk about it a little bit more. But learning what, a, you know, kind of a maintenance routine is and what a practice routine is, right? So we're at the point in our season for those of you or those of us going to nationals that we should be in a maintenance phase. So we are not trying to make any big changes. We're not trying to, you know, increase anything. We're just trying to maintain what we have so that we can take what we've been doing all season, what's been working, what we've been working on into that nationals and that we're keeping it at a level that's maintainable as instead of trying to make these big changes because that takes time and dedication. And at this point in the season, you know, besides physically, mentally, you're just not there. I don't think I know anybody that can say, okay, yeah, I'm at the point of my season, you know, that I can go into the bowling alley and commit. Change my line. Just, uh, you know, These are things that we should have in place, especially at a a national level now and the elite level that you're just, you're maintaining what you're doing. You need to keep the drive. You need to keep your body moving, keep your muscle memory going, but that's really it. In and out. Don't spend too much time at the lanes. Des, good luck next week. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Good luck. Well, Katie too, right? Like I'll see, I'll see you guys. I'm going to come watch, be a a viewer and supporter next week. So Uh, I'll be watching. Awesome. I look forward to seeing you. All right. Thanks so much, Des. Yeah, thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. I think that's the biggest thing to remember is just you don't have to change everything at practice right now. Well, she's so so knowledgeable. Like, I literally, I just... um, I know. I'm like a sponge when I'm around her. Yeah, so... Yeah. Well, when we talk about big tournaments that are coming up, we have Open Nationals coming up and we have Masters Nationals, but sandwiched in between, it's getting very close. Yeah. 
We are almost at the Diamond Ladies Classic. And I think she is ready to go. I saw you getting ready in the background. <laughs> so I'm bowling. My golden ages get so mad when I have to leave. Oh no. We'll be quick. We'll be quick. Katie, give me four minutes to finish my game and one minute to put my sweater on. And <laughs> Hi, guys. Hello. Hey. That a girl. Now your Wi-Fi to me is lagging a bit. Is that do you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. I don't notice it. You guys are good for me. Okay. Okay. That that one was good. So we should be good. So you have some Diamond Ladies updates to give us. I was really hoping to have some pretty nice posters for Katie to put out today, but I don't because Guys, this stuff is You're busy. Hurts my brain, and it's hard. hurts my brain. You're doing great, Stace. I can put together a lot of things, but like putting together pails and stuff hurts my brain a little, little bit. So thank you, Mark Miller, if you're listening tonight, for being 24/7 available today for me. <laughs> Just always on call. Mark yes, Miller for the win. 100 percent for the win, guys. So. <laughs> What do we want to start with? So right now we have for the scratch slide 78 individual entries, 106 with re-entries. The POA is 25 with 35 re-entries. I can tell you that the POA winner is going to win $1,250. Wow. And if my math is correct, so don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure Mark said it right before he said it was good. <laughs> <laughs> if you win the scratch side, you're winning over $3,000. And if you go up both sides, you're going to win over five. Amazing. So amazing. Amazing. That's only based on 75 entries. I was trying to bring it down and do it a little bit for like 65 entries just to kind of play it safe. But Michaela convinced me not to. <laughs> um. The biggest questions Trace I talked about today, it's um, 24 games for POA for average. So you need to have your average sheet with you or into us beforehand. Okay. It's $200 for the scratch side and $150 for the POA side. But if you want to play in both sides, you can play one shift and pay $350. So we kind of went against that earlier and now decided that with all the questions coming about that we would go with that. So if you want to play both sides and play one shift, it'll be 350. You okay. can cash in both sides, but obviously only once, right? Like the scratch is going to be a match play thing and the POA, you can only cash one time. Okay. So you can win from both sides? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And you can use one then, qualifying shift for both of them. Yeah, but instead of like two hundred dollars or one fifty, it'll be three fifty, and you're putting your name into both sides in one. In one. One shift. Shift. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and we are going to run the A side, B side format, and it's going to be like the TPC. I, I think so. The A side will be seated. 
and it will be total pinfall, and the B-side will be a random draw best out of three. I mean, yeah, that's exactly like TPC. Yep. Yeah. So that was a busy day, girls. <laughs> yeah. It's a great update. But it's coming. It's, it's coming. You have your... You have your format finalized. You have your payouts pretty well finalized there, depending on entries. Um, you have all of the events figured out. We still have, if you're going to come to the social on the Saturday night, please RSVP yes. still, right, at the rendezvous yep. bar. About a week No, I'm here today. For that. She, if you want a rendezvous with all of us, then you can just send me a message. But Pam is here tonight. She just asked me to we have a, what an update was on it. But we... We are uh, looking at about 30 plus right now, so it's good. That's going to be perfect. a fun night. How many days yeah. are we away? What's the countdown, Stace? Well, I don't know right now, Tracy. Pressure. 24? Maybe like 24. 23, something like that. Yeah. Just over three weeks. So I just really started to inform Sean and Rich today on like what their jobs are going to be. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and they were like, oh. Yes, my head does hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, is there any big things? <laughs> is there any big things you're still having to get kind of finalized in the next couple of weeks as we get ready for the tournament? I think the big thing right now is I'm talking with Daryl. I'm going to actually bring in some merch, bring in some merchandise for to have for sale here. I think it was like seven hoodies I think right now. And I'm probably not bringing more footies in because it's new. We're going to bring in the towels and the tanks. And Toppler does not have a kitchen. So today we were talking about what we were going to offer um, food-wise for my really my, my great YBC parents that help us out for everything. So we were going through some of that today. But I, I'm so excited. Some, Sometimes I can't sleep because I'm thinking about all these things and, oh, don't forget this and don't forget that. But then I text it's both coming of you guys. Together. Straight yep. It is. It's going to be here faster. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's going to be here before yeah. we know it. Yeah. Just a small thing. Big shout studies, out to Mark. Yeah. yeah. Well, Mark, Miller. Mark, Mark is, we should have all done shots for how many times we said Mark's name in the last <laughs> six minutes. We'll he put those shots on the Shotsky. <laughs> yes, the yeah. Shotsky. Amazing. That, that's awesome. Congrats, Stace. Only I think that's it. Weeks. I don't know. Trace, did I forget anything? No, I think you've covered it Maybe. all, right? Like, it's just the little details now that you're just trying to sort out. And then we just need everybody to get on airplanes or a car to, like, come out and have a fabulous weekend. The doubles, I know we base on 48. We're at 46 right now. Uh, I think Michaela told me earlier there's five people to be determined. So we need a few more doubles to ensure the, the payout. But I think we'll get it no matter what. And, yeah, we'll I that. mean, yeah. the POA bowlers, whoever, it doesn't matter. I mean, we may all put in for a POA shift. Who knows? Like, yeah. you don't know what. You know, come and play this. This is this is what introduce yourself to bowling with the elite females from Canada, right? Like, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Well, thanks so much for the update, Stacey. And thank you for thanks. all your work organizing and planning. Mm -hmm. And I wish I wasn't spending. such an off today, but my God, my golden ages were like, you have to go. <laughs> well, tell them thank you. They're watching. I'm sure Michaela is showing them. I got Pam to bowl for me. Just to Amazing. She's <laughs> that's <a> good filling. <laughs> I don't know. Amazing. It's good. Okay, awesome. All right. Thanks, Stacy. Thanks, See girls. I hope I'm there. And anybody that bought merch, if you're at Open Nationals, I will have it there. Oh, amazing. Perfect. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye, Stacy. Bye, All right. It's awesome. Okay, we're just ending the show a little bit now. We have just a couple little recaps here. There's been some big cash tournaments that have happened in the last couple weeks. Uh, two weeks ago, Heritage Lanes in Red Deer on the WCBT held the last stop on the WCBT tour. Um, so while we were there, there was uh, 17 ladies that came out and threw qualifying shifts out there. And we threw 31 shifts total. So we had lots of really good bowling from the ladies. I think there was 12 that averaged over 250 in their qualifying shifts. Um, Heidi Mapstone was the top lady qualifier. She threw out a, she shot a 22.46 for her eight game total. Um, so she made the cut. And then I also made the cut. I shot 22.07. Both of us had a little bit more of a shaky round on, on the Sunday. I had to, she came over to me after game one. She threw really well game one on Sunday. And she said, it's really nice when you throw a 350 because then you get your 50 point bonus. And it's like you threw a 400. And I was like, wow, I should try that. Two games later, I shot a 350 against Mitch Davies, who shot a 400 at me. And I'm like, so apparently you don't always get your 50-point bonus. No, it's not always like that. But it's a massive, <laughs> massive game by yeah. Mitch. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good one. We were both rolling. But, yeah, I had to laugh at Heidi because she was so calm. You, it's like throwing a 400 when you throw a 350. Wrong. It's not always. <laughs> well, you know what? Fabulous qualifying scores for the two of you, right? Like that, yeah. th those are uh, big, big numbers. And you both did that in your first shift, right? Yes. Yeah. I threw mine Friday afternoon and I think she threw hers Friday morning, I believe. Yeah. 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 So congrats. That's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Um, it was good. Quebec Classic was also uh, just happened, which is crazy. It was just held last weekend and there were seven ladies, seven ladies that advanced to Sunday. Um, and then I think when I look at it, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, all seven ladies all over 250 and Natalie Trudell, she had the highest qualifying score of 2187. Um, and out of that, Alyssa made the A side fours and the B side eight. So Alyssa Campbell's still crushing it. Yeah. And Natalie Trudell, she made it to the B side eight. So fabulous uh, showing people yeah. who've like played you know Chantel she comes out and plays WCBT um so just a amazing accomplishment by those seven ladies so congratulations yeah Alyssa with her A side fours and B side eights last week the weekend before in Red Deer she ended up being in consolation and mm -hmm. ran the whole consolation lost in the finals to Shelby Crest but yeah. she was she's still going still rolling yeah. so just love it yeah and I know she's had some highs and lows this season but like 
all of these highs just make up for some of those, right? And yeah. we see always an outpouring on Facebook with her. So I love that she shares where she's at in her bowling journey because I think that's part the of it, right? The peak fan valleys, being, yeah. Yeah, being true to yourself and she's continuing to work. So we're all for striving. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And then next week, Matt, or Open Nationals here yeah. in Edmonton, we're hosting. It's going to be fantastic. We have been hard at work, nonstop. Remember your plaid, plaid and dad jokes. We want everyone to come armed with a dad joke. The cornier, the better. We can't wait to hear them. There'll be ways that you can submit them throughout the week. We'll have some prizes for the worst ones and uh, I think it'll just be a fun way to kind of bring everyone together. Um, and there was big breaking news. If you follow the Canadian Five Pin National Championships Facebook page tonight, just before our podcast, there is going to be a project that um, the Edmonton Five Pin is putting on of kind of like a documentary style promotional video about five pin bowling. So, um, there has been a film crew that's kind of following the journey of planning open nationals and then they're going to be at open nationals right from tuesday all the way to saturday so if you are coming out there's a good chance that you will be asked for an interview be asked to be filmed while you're playing and they're going to kind of pick and choose some storylines as people start playing and see you know who's kind of rising to the top who has like interesting things happening on their team and follow some of those things just to kind of make a cool little promotional documentary style video that's gonna see that's gonna be amazing to see the output of, of that so that that's never been done before so yeah it's gonna be really really neat it's already like we've kind of had them they've come out to the hotel while we were doing some walkthroughs at the hotel just to kind of get that behind the scenes they've been at some of the edmonton teams that were here or the alberta teams that were practicing um just to kind of get a little bit of behind the scenes footage get their ground get their feet wet at bonnie dune and see where they're going to be and that kind of stuff and they're super excited they'll be at the lanes all day on tuesday as teams are practicing so teams from all over the country will have that there and we're really excited to see what the finished product looks like when it's all said and done but it's yeah That's if you're not following if you're not following the canadian five pin nationals or the open national facebook page make sure you're following it we like to like drop lots of information on there and just different things that are happening so that's where a lot of the information will be posted i look forward to it i'm headed up there to be a spectator for a couple days so i uh, look forward yes. to seeing everybody yeah we're excited to have everyone and hopefully everyone has safe travels on the way out here mm -hmm. Thankfully, WestJet is good to go. We are, <laughs> that's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. So it's going to be work. nice. A lot yeah, of work. But yeah. Amazing. Podcast number eight finished. Um, next podcast, ladies podcast is June 21st. So June 21st. We'll do a little bit of a wrap up for Diamond Ladies. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing everyone at Open Nationals and at Diamond Ladies Classic. Safe travels. Thanks, Katie. Bye. Okay, bye everyone.